0: I was in the park the other day uh, at Congress Park right outside of the downtown Denver area, and it's a beautiful park. And uh, you know, on this day, I went to go photograph, so I wanted to actually work on my photography skills, which, by the way, not so good. It's okay. Um, but I'm in the park, and I'm going around the lake, and there are flyers posted everywhere, And I can see from afar that this is probably something related to the COVID-19 pandemic. And sure as heck, it is. But it wasn't quite the message I thought it was going to be. In fact, these were posters saying, safer to be at home. The posters were saying, safer to be at home. And the irony of the poster was that they're saying that being at home isn't always the safest place to be. And look, this isn't going to be a conversation about politics, about what is and what isn't the right protocol, but what this is a conversation about is what is safety for you in your life? Not just during this time, but what was safety looking like for you before this entire thing broke out? And what is safety going to look like for you after this? Because this too shall pass. Think about the actual risk that you're taking within your own life but more so potentially the lack of risk and i get it taking a risk it's a painful thing because more often than not you know the idea of simply failing can be terrifying it can be paralyzing and what happens when we do fail if we do fail it's not fun right and so i think i've been on a journey for quite some time and over the last month alone Hundreds of miles ran on the streets. You know, about this time last year, I had spent nearly 24 consecutive hours on a Stairmaster trying to simulate climbing Mount Everest. And I'm not saying these things because I'm cool or because I'm some sort of quote unquote athlete or I'm trying to, I don't know, be David Goggins. I'm not. What I'm trying to be is someone who is chasing relentlessly after who they think that they maybe could be. I'm trying to chase after someone who I think I could be. Someone great. Someone who is actually able to speak in a way which makes people want to listen. Someone who is so committed to their vision and their ideal that they see it through, knowing that it's not gonna be easy, it's not gonna be fun, it's gonna be time-consuming. It's going to take a lot of time. And you know what? A lot of people are going to laugh at you. Hey, a lot of people laughing at me right now. That's okay. You know, I think something, this is a, this is a core insight. I'm going to give it away for free. You should probably pay me a million bucks because there are people that do, and they don't pay me, but they pay, pay these self-help gurus to tell them these basic truths about life. And that's messed up. So let me tell you what it is. Most of the time in your life, the people who you know, they love you. A lot of them do. Not everyone, but say your immediate family, you know, your personal relationships. um, You know, I'm not going to say your colleagues at work, but those type of people probably have respect for you. At least they should um, if you're doing your job the right way and if, you know, they're a person of reputable character. Um, But people want you to change but they don't want you to change so significantly that it makes them uncomfortable and when people see you trying to make a difference in your own life literally taking steps each and every single day so that maybe you can get one percent better it makes them feel very uncomfortable it makes them feel really uncomfortable and why because what it's showing to them and what it's making them think about is that, holy shit, maybe I'm not giving enough right now. Maybe maybe I've got more in the tank and I'm just not going after it because I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of what it is that I might lose. I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z. I'm too lazy, but I'm not going to admit it, whatever it might be. And it's hard for people to look in the mirror and say those things when they're seeing someone else make massive changes because it's signaling, signaling to them potentially that, hey, maybe they've got some massive changes to make too. And that's not true for all relationships, but that's true for a lot of relationships. And the ideal circle that you find yourself in is one where the people are constantly changing because they're upgrading, they're elevating, and not doing either one of those things in a selfish sense of, you know, it's me above the rest of the world. No, it's not that at all. You know, a lot of people, and I'd say everyone, is born with a few innate talents. Things which they're naturally good at and they find themselves interested in and they wanna progress those skills. I think that basically every single person in a first world country has the opportunity to sharpen these type of skills and traits. But we walk away from them. More often than not, we half commit ourselves to them. We say, you know what? These are things that we've identified within ourselves, and we're going to improve them, but we only commit to doing half the work, a quarter of the work. Doing the work today, but putting the work off tomorrow. Doing the work tomorrow, but putting the work off the next day. And again, what it is, what improvement of the self is, what improvement of your character boils down to is the continual progression day in and day out. It's day in and day out. It's every single day to get better. And that's what makes a lot of people so uncomfortable because they're not willing to make that decision for themselves. They'll make it in their mind and they'll say, yeah, that's what I want. But thinking something, talking about something, it's not the same as just doing it and living it. And one of the greatest things I have found within my own life, and this is the absolute truth, is that the more I found myself committing to the work and saying, you know what, I don't care how much this is gonna hurt, I don't care you know, what it is, that it's going, what, what it is that I might lose, and not in a bad sense, but, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice. And I started directing those energies towards the things which I really wanted. Dude, it's like I just saw universes unfolding before me, and all the answers I felt like I had been struggling so hard to find were making themselves more known. You know, I think one of the truest um what would the word here be one of the just i i guess an inherent truth to life check this out is that people who chase the hardest and the most after money are oftentimes the exact same people who money eludes so think about that right that's kind of crazy the people who are most obsessed with money not all of them But most of them who are so obsessed with money, be it a positive relationship, a negative relationship, are never able to truly have those things. They elude them. And why is that? I mean, have you ever actually thought to think about why that is the way that is? A lot of people want to blame it on karmic injustices. You know, the world wasn't fair to me. I wasn't born in the right household. Hey, I didn't go to the right college. Hey, I didn't have the right opportunities. I didn't shake the right hands. Hey, I'm not in the right place. I wasn't at the right time. People don't basically blame it on everything else. They want to just pin it on something so they don't have to belly up to the fact that, you know what? No one's life is quote-unquote made. There is no 100% easy guaranteed route to success For anyone. For anyone. doesn't matter what level you're at. People want it easy. And when you recognize that you don't want it easy because you actually enjoy the process of getting better at the thing that you're trying to get better at, that's what I'm talking about. That's the illumination. That's the brilliance. That is when you are actually able to tune into something that is bigger than yourself so that you can somehow... Pull these nuggets of wisdom so that you can pull these nuggets of wisdom so that you can be able to speak to something or maybe feel something that's greater than you. And you bring that to the forefront for other people to hear, for other people to see. That's what brilliance is. That's what genius is. For a long time, my entire life, There was a few years where I really walked away from my value system and virtue. But for many, many years, again, basically my whole life, I think I've always been a person that's always felt like, in a sense, they were kind of on the outs. Um, And not in the outs of the sense of, hey, I'm on the down and out, but I'm in the outs of the sense that what it is that I'm chasing, what it is that I'm pursuing is different from what you're pursuing. What it is that I'm chasing is different from what you're chasing. And when I say I'm chasing, I am literally running towards it as fast as I can because it feels good. It feels good. And I'm so tired of trying to have to explain why it is the way that I am. Hey, you know what? I am the person that wants to wake up at 5 a.m. and go run 10 miles You know what? I am a person who wants to be up until midnight almost every night working on speech so that one day I can perform at an incredibly high level. Oh, by the way, that day was today. Oh, by the way, that day was yesterday. That day was a week ago. That day was a month ago. That day was months ago. Does that make you uncomfortable? Quite literally, does that make you uncomfortable to know that I am chasing relentlessly? And not because I actually think that I, there, that the odds, odds are stacked in my favor. In fact, I know it's going to be incredibly difficult. But what I'm asking for you here is to hear me out and recognize that what it is that I want is different than what it is that you want. And I respect what it is that you want. And I want you to be able to have those things. But don't put your world beliefs onto other people because their beliefs make you uncomfortable. You know what? I think that this place would be a lot freaking better if people who have this fire and that have this drive decided to say, you know what? I'm not going to accept the mediocrity within my own life anymore. I'm not going to accept good enough. I'm not going to accept the results that people tell me I should want. I want to play by my own rules and I can play within other people's systems. I get it. You know, you can't change the system. You can't really change the rules either. You can just change how you want to play in it. And that's a good... Thing, Because once you start making the narrative about how you can go out there and make an impact, positive impact, how you can go out there and become a better version of yourself so that you can provide more for not just you, but for your immediate family and for your community. Hey, that's how all ships rise. I could think of no greater responsibility and duty than to potentially allow other people to have better lives because of my hand. And that's what I want to do. That's exactly what it is that I want to do. I quite literally want to make other people's lives better because I've created opportunity. And I know that to be able to create opportunity, I've got to bring coalition of people together. You know, one of the guys who I've learned so much from over the last few years is a guy named Gene. And Gene is in his early 70s, but Gene could be going on one hundred fifty. You know, this is a man who has been in the asphalt and the concrete business for over 40 years. And he'll tell you about it, too. He will be in your ear about how much time he has spent doing this. But think about that. Asphalt and concrete for 40 years. Concrete is made out of three materials. Asphalt is made out of four materials. That's seven materials. Imagine spending 40 years of your life working on seven different materials. Maybe that sounds like a lot, but I can promise you it isn't, especially knowing that this is a person who consistently can work a 10 to 12 to 16 to 18 hour day. That's what he did for decades. And what Gene will just be so honest with you about is the impact that he's had with the community. I mean, I'd say besides the U.S. government, this man has given out more jobs than anyone I know. And I mean that. And it's absolutely incredible to see someone who is in failing health, someone who quite literally had their leg amputated years ago because, you know, they have um, diabetes, but then they also have a chronic uh, diet Mountain Dew obsession. Hey, figure that right. Um, Someone who is in poor health succeed at such a wild level and for me that success is being able to create opportunities for other people to put food on the table for their families and that's what this man has done he doesn't have a foot he gets eye injections every six to eight weeks quite literally he gets needles put into his eye every six to eight weeks and you know what he wants to work the same day And he's not doing it because he has to, he's doing it out of an obligation to other people. And you know what? That obligation makes him happy. Because for him, I think a good bit of his fulfillment comes with recognizing that, you know what? He can put his head down on the pillow each and every single night, knowing that he helped to make someone else's life better. And I'm not saying easier, because look, these men that work in asphalt and concrete, their lives are tough. Quite literally, they're doing manual labor for hours, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 10, 11, 12 hours a day. During the busy season, those can be 14 hours a day, six to seven days a week for weeks on end. <laughs> you know, I had a heartbreaking story last season where one of my guys, one of my favorite guys, his name is, um well, I'll keep his name, uh, I won't say his name, um, but he came up to me and this was August and um, I'd say the month of mid-May, through August, six days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day. And he was probably away from his family for 13 hours, just factoring in the drive to and from work. And uh, he told me that his daughter came up to him and she said, "I, I don't recognize you anymore. That's what his daughter said to him. I don't recognize you anymore. And so the sacrifices are real. People are actually putting their lives on the line to try to make something better for other people. And the only thing I'm going to encourage you is that when you meet people that have that drive to actually want to make lives better for other people, you don't discourage them and try putting them in a small box or try telling them that their dreams don't make sense because at the end of the day, these people are the reason why we have a society, why we have jobs. These are the people, well, I need to find the right adjectives for who these people are, but... In a sense, they're the saviors of the society. And that's not my original idea. That's an idea that I copped from the book As a Man Thinketh. But every man who's a contributor and every woman who is a contributor is also a similar savior to society, just in a different way. So guys, a few ideas all wrapped up into one episode. I guess what I'm really Wanting to get across is this. Just this one simple idea. If you feel like you have more, give it. And give it not because it's easy, but because it's worth it. That's all.